Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the International Punk Supply. I'm DJ Riffmaster. Oh, this is the first time Pat has not done the intro. Is it? No, I think there's a, been an episode or two that he wasn't a part of. There was definitely a few because he wasn't in the punk, uh, the pop punk one that Jim, Tim, and I did. So at least that one he wasn't in. Well, where was I? DJ Riffmaster here, uh, DJ Little Tokyo, and then did we ever come up with a name for Jim? DJ Jim Guys. DJ Jim Guys. Sounds right. like my name, but it's spelled different. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Alternate spelling. Great for an audio medium. Mm-hmm. Oh, a gime. Yeah. A gime. What's a gime? <laughs> He's right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, how is everybody? Excellent. Sick. Feeling good. Taught a class. Did double work today. And now I'm listening to, to John and the boys. Yep. That was uh, the Night Marchers. All hits. Every song that he shits are all hits. <laughs> that was my favorite <laughs> line for sure. It's mm-hmm. so good. <laughs> <laughs> that band's cool. It's... Uh, Basically everybody from Hot Snakes, but the bass player is different. I think he's the guy that plays bass in them with them now. But uh, yeah, Gar plays guitar in that band instead of bass, like he does in Hot Snakes. So, mm. and then it's yeah, Jason Korkadakalopoulos or whatever his name is plays drums, <laughs> and then of course the Swami. Swami. Um, yeah, he's the best. So I need to gonna take I a, need to dig more into Hot Snakes for sure. Oh, uh, they're the best band ever. What have you listened to? What ha- what's the record called? Hang on. Automatic Midnight. Yeah. Probably. That's yeah. probably the one. That one's great. It's good as hell. I I've had a lot of people over the years tell me that Hot Snakes is better than Drive Like Jehu, but I always just end up listening to Drive Like Jehu. They're two different, yeah. They're two I'm different a hot moods. Snakes over Drive Like Jehu for sure, but I love them both. Um, so. Okay, we have to make an edit here because the, my computer's mad at me. So give me one second. So I guess we just keep going. Um, complete one eighty to start off the next rock block. This band is from Australia. They're called Contaminated. And this is from their newest record, Celebratory Beheading. So let's kick it off with An Unnatural End.
Oh yeah, we're back. Started with some brutality, contaminated in a natural end. Then to the Herbicore, the pre Nine Shocks Terror band H100s. Stiffnoids. Oh, that was called Destroy Cleveland. If you couldn't tell, because he says it like a billion times. Uh, <laughs> Stiffnoids, Afraid of the Russians. And then the Juke, Aggravation Place. Hell yeah. Excellent block. Thank you. Uh, standout tracks for me were Contaminated and the, ju- uh, and the Juke. I mean, I liked the other ones as well, but like, man, that that fucking breakdown and then contaminated song was <laughs> so fucking hard. It's yeah. so good. And they don't yeah. like, they don't overdo it at all, which I, I really appreciate. It's so tasteful. Yeah. It's just a bombardment. It's so good. Um, yeah. The drummer is also in headless death and internal rot Two excellent, um, Heavy bands, more on the grindcore spectrum from Australia. And they should be playing in Chicago May 17th. And I'm hoping to uh, play that show. Um, it would make yeah, sense. And you then, should. Yeah, I hope that it happens. Um, yeah, I was reading a book about proto-punk in Cleveland and it, that sent me sort of on a deeper dive into other punk from Cleveland and that's what led me to H100s obviously featuring Tony Erba and his brother I think that's a really good EP it kind of gives me like Jerry's Kid vibes oh totally the yeah. vocals on it are so they're so like strained and just like yeah. un, un untrained in every possible way. Like I actually didn't know that was pre nine shocks, but it totally makes like, I knew it was, it shared members, but for some reason I thought nine shocks came first and like, mm. it totally makes sense that that's not the case. Cause they, they sound like it's just like someone breaking their voice completely in a way where it just like, doesn't, it just, it doesn't even sound like necessarily super aggressive. It just sounds like, pushed completely to its limits so yeah it's just real like screechy and just yeah. bizarre and weird it's so good yeah um and then yeah he's got like the the weird vocals and then like the jerry's kid beat yeah oh totally um and then my friend ian sent me stiff noids the other day another pre cursor to another band the drummer Went to play on the Wipers Youth of America. It's I think wild, only just wild. yeah. I only think it was just that record that he played on, but that seven inch by Stiff Noise was produced by Greg Sage too. Thought it was like a little cool K B D type punk yeah. track. I loved that song. That was maybe Tied with Contaminated for my favorite of the block. I I felt like the vocals on that one kind of sounded like, um, it was almost like Articles of Faithy, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that too. I thought it was really good. Yeah, very cool. I definitely want to hear the rest of that record. I like that song a lot. 
Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. I'd never heard it before or heard of it. But yeah, they they only have that one seven inch, and then they're on like a couple comps, I guess. But yeah, not much else known about it. But yeah, Portland staying weird. What's what's up with the juke? Are they, they have uh, other stuff? Or are they like kind of a KBD thing too? No, this was they were like their first single came out in like. 72 um and they're another band that was just like a couple of different singles like just doing like pub rock and like glammy type maybe proto skinheadish stuff i know a lot of folks who are into like oi will like this i mean you can obviously hear like coxbar type influence and stuff like that yeah, yeah. um yeah, but there's a compilation that came out uh, on Sing Sing. They've they've done a bunch of those sort of like pub rock and like uh, sort of just like glam, junk shop glam type stuff uh, compilations. And yeah, the the record's called Juke Rule. Okay, um, but that song's on there. And then I think it's just like all of their singles too. Um, my other fun fact was that. A couple of these dudes were the backing band for Sparks on Propaganda and Indiscreet, which is funny comparing how operatic and weird Sparks is versus just like dirk dirk fucking rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really bizarre. I would never have guessed that. No. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, I- like oh, I was song just gonna about, say I got like. Oh, go ahead, Joey. Go sorry. Ahead. <laughs> oh no, I was just gonna say I got like, uh, super like power pop vibes, and that's what I was kind of drawn to. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm, I'm, yeah. Even though it's just like a song about being a lad and your man, the man's keeping you down. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's totally has that like power pop thing. What were you mentioning about? Jet was it a band they said? Two of the members went on to be in the band Jet. I've never heard them. Do you know? Do you know Jet? Like they were, uh, they're a pretty big like England band. I know the Jet program. Is that anything where you That's go to teach uh, Japanese or teach English in Japan? Joey, probably. I assume Joey, your arch nemesis of some kind. No, no, <laughs> no. I do know the Jet program. Uh, It was a glam rock band in London in 1974. Oh. So. Oh, yeah, some, yeah. Members of Roxy Music as well. Sparks as well. They've got that in there. So. Okay. I'm going to have to look this one very, up. They were a very short-lived band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping you weren't talking about uh, the bad 2000s band Jet. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of like fifty-year-old dudes <laughs> start to, start jet. Yeah, making iPod rock. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Trying to get on cell phone commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Target ads. Yeah, it's great. You know, got got to get paid when you're that old. So you know, it's true. And obviously, Absolutely. they can write hits. 
they've got it. They've got the juice. You don't lose it. Don't lose you know, it, it doesn't <laughs> run out. No, if you got no it, you got it. <laughs> I've always said that about all musicians is they stay equally good from beginning to end. Relevant. We can all agree. Always, always relevant. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> There's no trend hopping. No one makes weird left turns like corn first record and corn dubstep <laughs> same level might be a good time to tease the bad religion uh episode <laughs> yeah oh yeah i specifically want to do it with you guys because i've never listened to that and i'm not a huge bad religion guy i know jim really likes them joey what do you think about bad i'm religion? not i'm not a huge bad religion guy either okay i actually don't like them as much as you might think I do, okay. I do like them, but uh, I have covered one of their songs in a band, but that was a Simon thing, more than a me okay. thing. Uh, <laughs> Simon loves them. Shout out, Simon. Hell yeah. I actually haven't listened to that record yet. I've listened to two songs of it because he told me I should, and it is <laughs> wild. So I would love to, to go through the rest of it with you guys. Uh, which, record, which record are we talking about? Uh, it's called Into the Unknown, and it's the Bad Religion Prague record. Oh, hell yeah. And it was like very early in their career, they were like, we're doing a complete 180 and doing a prog rock record. Yeah, it was like their second or third record or something. It was extremely early. <laughs> and yeah. then they, they pivoted immediately away from it afterwards and then did the same thing for a hundred years. <laughs> exactly. They're another band where I'll talk shit. I've talked shit before about bands with three guitarists, and there's no there's no reason for Bad Religion to have three guitarists. I didn't know that. I didn't either. That's wild. I I I, I think it was one of those things. I'm I, I'm not sure, so please excuse me if I'm wrong. But, um, like. Brian Baker plays guitar, right? Like, yeah. And I think the orig- one of the original guitarists wanted to come back to the band, but they were like, we've already got Brian Baker in the band, so we're not going to kick him out, uh, but we want you in the band. So I think we'll, we'll just have three guitarists. Fascinating. Yeah. Ugh. I guess that's better than doing like an avail where it's like, oh yeah, we have this guy that just is here. <laughs> And doesn't do anything, but he is in the band. It's crucial that he be here. I feel man. like Real Big Fish also had a hype man. Yeah, it was Money Made Boston's. Boston. Uh, Boston. Oh, yeah, he was course. just he was just the Boston. That was him. Just a mascot <laughs> to have on He's stage. He's the guy that skanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've. All right. Let's move on. Keep that in mind, uh, audience, for the special edition of International Punk Supply, where we listen to Bad Religion's prog record. <laughs> God, I can't wait. That sounds sick. All right, well, let's let's listen to more songs. Um, one of the, I, I picked a lot of songs where it's kind of like the only things I listen to for like a, a stretch of several weeks. Um, and one of those things was the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift soundtrack. And this song is uh, <laughs> on that soundtrack. And then I got into. Uh, a headspace of only wanting to listen to things that sound like Atari Teenage Riot. And unfortunately for me, Atari Teenage Riot was the only thing I could find that sounded like Atari Teenage Riot. So we're going to listen to the Atari Teenage Riot song, Speed, 
from the One Tokyo the Drift soundtrack. <laughs> oh, man. Hell yeah.
And we're back. And that was a Going Steady song off of their split with Holiday that I'm not going to attempt to pronounce. Uh, it is the only original on that split. Um, the other one, the other song on that split is a, a Holiday cover. Um, that record rules. Going Steady rules. Uh, I have been listening to that song, I would say, on average, one time a week for at least a year uh it's maybe one of my favorite songs (laughs) it's so good all of their songs like most of their songs are over four minutes long and typically i don't want to listen to a punk band play a song over like two minutes at most uh and for some reason they're like good at writing long songs that don't get old to me that's yeah, I, I thought I was going to be like, oh, Jesus Christ, a four, four and a half minute song. Um, and yeah, no, it, it kept going, but it was, it was good. I can't remember the previous bands because of that four minute long <laughs> bass solo. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Oh my God. Melted my fucking brain. Loves to shred. They love to shred. Yeah. And the, I, I just love how, like, wild that is. Like, there's everybody shredding. Everybody yeah. shredding is to the maximum of their, their abilities will allow. Yeah, it was, like, very throw everything at the wall. I was, like, so confused with, like, like the explosions in the sky, like, intro over, like, the punk beat. I was like, what is this? But no, I ended up really liking that. Like, I don't partake in too much of, I don't even know what you'd call that. Is it pop punk? I guess. (laughs) It's, yeah, that was was tight. That record, that record's great. Yeah. Check out, check out that record. And the first couple, they went, those dudes, three of them went on to a band called Gingnong Boys and they, uh, that band, Gingnong Boys, released two full lengths on the same day a couple years after Going Steady broke up, uh, both of which are completely insane sounding, like way more so than that. The production is like so wild and like blown out and intense. Uh, check out check out that Going Steady record, and then if you like it, move on to Gingnong Boys and just prepare your ears. Okay. <laughs> I recommend it. Uh before before that, to remind Joey, we heard the band Civilian, uh, with the song No Choice, a maybe a twenty twenty four release or very late twenty twenty three, um, on Convulse Records. And then before that was uh another Japanese band called Assault with the song Fall Into Disorder. Um that assault song was really good. Um I thought it was older than Discogs has done since told me it came out in 2004. Yeah, it definitely sounds kind of classic Japanese hardcore. The rest of that record has a little bit more of the kind of like 2000s like crusty, like a little bit more melody kind of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in a good way. It's very, it's very tasteful. Yeah. None of that, um, was too stadium ish, I guess. Mm. I totally, I, that record, uh, as I, as I mentioned to you guys is dirt cheap, which is insane to me because I think it's incredibly good. Uh, and I feel like a lot of Japanese hardcore stuff, like even stuff that used to be really cheap, is kind of more expensive now. Um, Super inflated, yeah. Yeah. So now's the time to buy this record. I'm fully convinced that, you know, somebody, people are going to find out about this and it's going to become a, you know, $40 LP. Right now, there are two copies on Discogs for under $10 shipped. Um, oh, yeah. It's, cr- it's weird, too, because this band, like, HG Fact put out stuff for them. Like, this, the CD version of this is on HG Fact. Um, Partners in Crime put this record out on LP. I think this band toured the U.S. as well. They, like, thank a lot of U.S. people in the liner notes and stuff. Um, so I'm kind of shocked that that they're not just more like talked about but record rules it's really good it's a solid investment yeah man wait five years years. be able to buy buy up every copy you can and then (laughs) yeah exactly every time it comes up comes up on discogs in the u.s it's it's under ten dollars just buy all of them and then 10 years from now you'll be you'll be able to you'll be sitting on 200 bucks in profit (laughs) 200 smackers (laughs) think about that this is this is your retirement. You yeah, in twenty twenty four money, that'll be like <laughs> five of today's dollars. <laughs> wow. the The problem is that um, the artwork would leave me to believe that I would that it would be a boring record. That's so far the only drawback I can find is like if I was flipping through a bin and saw that, I'd be like, "This is what is this." You're a hundred percent right. It looks like pure moods, like that commercial yeah, yeah. for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's illegible, like you don't know what the what the actual like band name is because it's written in this like uh I don't know if that's a different like an actual languages uh alphabet or if it is just like a goofy fake computer font. Uh but it's not clear that it says assault. Mm-hmm. Like weird acrylic or whatever, Cyrillic. I can't remember how to pronounce it. But yeah, it looks yeah. like it would be like a bad 90s emo record. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like it would be like a weird, like, sounds like a bad Envy or mm-hmm. they don't rip off. Yeah, it looks, it looks bad. It's an ugly record. <laughs> All their records are pretty ugly. The, the first one, the first LP has a very similar aesthetic. Yeah, this one looks more pure moods than the other one. Totally. <laughs> yeah. What'd you guys think of that civilian song? That was good. Um, I liked it more in the beginning. Um, when it kind of sounded, it reminded me, I was saying, like, it reminded me of, like, 2005, like, kind of, like, the band Black Print that I'm sure no one really knows about other than people in our discord but um kind of like yelly over the top kind of melodic like it's a bad comparison but like hot water music e kind of stuff um but with like yelling vocals over it 
when it was like that first like 30 seconds that's what i thought it was going to be more of and then it changed a little bit but um yeah it was pretty good i don't know if i'll go back to it but I what it does the first 30 seconds to me it the exciting thing about that that song and that band so far it's just, they've just put out a three song demo but i feel like if they can figure out how to more seamlessly blend the two things that are happening in that song, they will be like my favorite band. If it sounds like new age or like, like later era blitz mixed with like right. old blitz, I'm extremely on board with that. Mm. Yeah. I'm into like spidery guitar over like polka beat oi type <laughs> stuff. It's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. It does take the momentum out when they do the pause to the tempo change. Totally. Yeah. The chill part goes into the aggressive part better than the opposite to me. Right. Yeah. Don't bring it back. Uh, yeah. Coming back out of it. Yeah. But I'm excited. The The other two songs on that tape are, are more like the more aggressive part. They're more like stompy punk stuff and it's good. It's good. But I, I okay. picked that song because I, of the, potential i was surprised because it was convulse so i automatically just assumed it was going to be more of like the kind of heavy hitter type stuff uh or just like hardcore stomping around yeah so i was like excited when it wasn't that wasn't just that i do like a lot of stuff that comes out on convulse but you know but something different's usually pretty good you know yeah show your breadth your range yeah but you know what I did like was that Atari Teenage Riot song. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. Fucking awesome. Yeah, Hell we talked yeah, about I'm so glad. Chat, but that riff. That riff was insane. It was awesome. I finally... It's it's a sample of Metallica's Battery. <laughs> or I think. Or no. It's either Battery or Blackened. Uh, uh, now I either need to way, listen it was to fucking it. Awesome. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Now I need to listen to it again to confirm, but you're gonna you're going down a, a dark Metallica. path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh God, I uh, that is taxing music to listen to more than like a record's <laughs> worth. It's so much, but it was rad. Uh, for for what it is, what did they call it? Digital hardcore, um, which. I don't know anything about that was very intense. Um, I mean, we're, yeah, we were talking in the chat about how it's like kind of like the natural progression for anarcho punk. Or like, that's <laughs> definitely. A, it's like, this is definitely where it was going. Um, you can draw a straight line from crass to, uh, to them. And, uh, I thought it was excellent so yeah totally uh a lot of their lyrics too are very like very peace punk very like but they're but they're bringing in the like cyberpunk dystopia like this is what happens when corporations win kind of stuff and it's so good perfect that's all i want yeah that record's good yeah it's uh it's way smarter than it would lead itself on to when you like first oh, listen definitely. to it oh, and the or if you look name. at the or if you or, <laughs> or if you look at the artwork uh you know yeah it but. it 
it, yeah, it looks like Crazy Taxi. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's crazy, dude. That'd be <laughs> sick if it were like on the Crazy Taxi soundtrack. Well, like they were a pretty mainstream. Like I knew their name. Like they were like a relatively mainstream band. And then when I actually listened to that record, I was just like, "This is so bizarre and so like." like extremely aggressively like counterculture uh that i was like shocked that they were like a big band but i guess to to um dylan's point like so is chumbawamba but chumbawamba doesn't sound like this no that is way that's like bordering like uh like ministry Mm, yeah yeah totally looking here their controversial first single, Hunting for Nazis. So, yeah, it's been <laughs> a <yeah>. slew thread. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. What's controversial about that, you know? <laughs> More than you'd like there to be. Yeah. I, guess, yeah. I guess being from Berlin and just saying that probably would. Oh, is that where they're from? they're from? Yeah. Yes. I thought they were yeah. British. Oh. Yeah, I, I they mean, sound British. Could have fool, fooled yeah. me. Yeah. I a hundred percent thought they were British, but me too. Nice. Way to go, James. All right, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on because I've got to get done, gotta get showered, and go to work. And so, um, my first song is by a band called Hot Pursuit, who just put out uh, their first release, and the song is called. Hound.
are back. That was my rock block. And it started out with a Minneapolis band called Hot Pursuit with a song Hound. After that was Northwest Indiana's own Liquids with a new release. Uh, and the song was called Nothing to Give. Now I get into the hard to pronounce ones from Bogota, Colombia, Ataque Zero uh, with the song Control. Um, that just came out, uh, their new record, uh, Ciudades, came out on uh, Static Shock Records. And then uh, we went over to Germany with Aus, some German shit that I'm not going to try to pronounce, but that was on Static Age Music. Um, they just put out a new 7-inch. Uh, but if you're looking for some nice music that sounds kind of like that little uh synthy post-punky stuff uh head over to static age music because uh they're killing it right now yeah that that song was awesome i actually really the last two the i mean good good rock block first off great job thank Joey. You. thank you but thank you those uh the last two songs were so good speaking of uh articles of faith i feel like that uh atake i don't know if it's zero or zero uh but yeah, whatever go with it they they reminded me a lot of articles of faith weirdly like articles of faith mixed with like the vicious or something um, yeah big time i loved it i will listen to that whole record soon for sure same yeah aesthetic aesthetic shock put out their first five song like 12 inch ep couple years ago and i remember listening to and thinking it was really good but i think this is even even better this record um it's one of those things where i feel like it gives me kind of vibes to you guys ever listen to sickoids oh yeah remember that one that one that one sickoid song that does not sound like the rest the hit hope society (laughs) that song kind of God, reminds that me good. of yeah. that yeah that song is fucking great that is an it's excellent perfect. song yeah um but uh it kind of reminds me of that and then there's uh, another band that i think diego played they're from like la and uh i think they're featured i saw them in japan uh osuncia osuncia and it, they have very similar vibes and i don't know maybe it's them singing in Spanish, but like the, it's more of the way that they sing and it could be a thing where that Spanish lends itself better to. Um, but it's cool. It's driving. Um, I really like it. I highly, highly recommend that the rest of that record too. So. Dude, yeah. Punk sounds better in Spanish and French. It's, it's like a fact. <laughs> it's true. And post-punk <laughs> sounds better in German. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Because that uh, that us song, man. Der Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Der Sunshine. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. Where's German for Nelson? The sunshine. Yeah, the sun. The sun. Now I'm saying it wrong. Sunshine. Sunshine. Um. Yeah, that band. I. I again. I found out through Static Age music. Too many Static labels, but uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, if you guys are familiar with Exmal Deutschland, they sound almost like a complete rip. But nice. I don't care because it's fucking awesome. No, I was uh, sick. I want that in a dark basement. 
Same. Yeah, and light and flashing lights. Yeah. Um, liquids. Uh, I didn't realize that Matt was still doing stuff, um, but apparently he's. Re- this is he released this last week, but he released two things in 2023. Um, kind of short EPs, tapes, I think. Um, but it's liquid stuff. It's cool. I don't think uh, anything's going to compare to some of the earlier stuff, but still, I like it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, totally. It's good. I mean, I a lot of times will miss when he puts stuff out too, completely. I'll just like, because I'll just throw it up on Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like a lot of that stuff ends up getting collected late, like down the line. You right. know, like they'll, someone will release like an LP of like, here's like the, you know, 10 three song, uh, <laughs> three song EPs that have come out over the past two years. Um, so I, I'll, I feel like I eventually will usually catch up to it. Uh, but yeah, I did. I had no idea this existed. Same. It was right. good. Yeah, yeah. And then hot pursuit was one of those things that came up in my, um, my band camp feed. It's like, you might like this. And I'm just like, yeah, did like it. So it's pretty ripping hardcore. So mm-hmm. was not expecting the turn that it took. Right. Um, yeah. 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 That's why I chose that song, too, because I was like, yeah. oh, this is a really kind of cool intro that doesn't sound like the rest. Yeah, yeah nice good bait and switch. Uh-huh. Yep, bait and switch, yeah. Nice. Are we um, worried about Bandcamp? I'm a little worried about Bandcamp. I had to sign a new, or like accept new user uh, terms and agreements today, and I was uh, like, this feels this feels like the beginning of a, of a bad a thing. What yeah, did they want? Do you know? Um... They played it off very, uh, they had a lot of very cutesy language up at the top about like, haha, lawyer stuff, sorry dudes, you gotta sign this one. <laughs> no big deal though. And like Hello, the stuff they had at the top. Kids. Yeah, ex- so exactly. Uh, so at the top, it was very, it seemed very, it was like, what fees do ban- does Bandcamp take? And it's like, well, don't worry. Uh, if we're making any money, it's because the bands are making a lot more money. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. And then there was a huge <laughs> chunk of legalese underneath it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, whatever. Here you go. I'm going to keep like, I'm going to say yes until this falls into the toilet, which it inevitably will. Yeah, I, I hope just before it does, something comes to take its place because it's too good. Yeah. It's too good. It's too good. Yeah. Well, dude. Oh, go ahead, Dylan. No, I, it's just like it's a. It's like don't infantilize me and then rip me off. Like right. That's whatever. Fuck them. It's it's a it's extremely gross. I did not like reading it, but I will say yeah. the there is the dude from Whoa, Chris, um, is working on um, essentially a Bandcamp alternative called Amp Wall. Um, okay. So. I'm I'm hoping that will be cool. I he was I I I've been kind of keeping up with it and it sounds like he was planning on uh holding off on announcing it until later, but when the Bandcamp news about the sale came out, he just was like I'm announcing this. Uh it's it's in the works basically. Um there's like a a woe amp wall page up. Um and I think he's starting to send out um like people to be like alpha testers on it. Uh, so nice. you know, check it out. It's spelled like it sound. Yeah, it's amp wall. Oh yeah. So hopefully right, that will first be kids. ready. 
Get on oh, it yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Be a be a be a early adopter. Be a guinea pig. Put your music mm-hmm. up there if you can. Nice. Um, I have to shower and go to work, so uh, we're going to uh, play. Jay Maskus playing Divine Hammer by Breeders. I think with the Breeders. So nice. Um, but it's cool. I like it. There so, he is. I'll see you guys later. Bye, Joey. It's Bye. my Jay Maskus impression. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>